Blog Talk Radio. The following show has been rated for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. The opinions of the host are exactly those, the opinions of the host. So don't get all bent out of shape, jackass. And if you don't like it, keep your mouth shut because we don't give a shit. Shit. I'm Bob McKenzie. This is my brother Doug. How's it going, eh? Join us. Yes. Join us. Look at that. It's five after eleven. Jeez. Sorry about being late. <clears throat> Sorry, we were discussing some things. One of those being Adam, which is always interesting. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome, it's Tuesday night, it's 11.05, it is time once again for Tumbling with Tumbleweed, and I am your host, Tumbleweed. If you want to call in, you can call in to area code 914-338-1032. If you want to write in, you can write in to tumblingwithtumbleweed.hotmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Tumblingweed. So, uh, Clint in the garage. Uh, so he'll be here in a minute. No big deal. Right, we can go on without him. Thanks, we get a bonus. and we can't really support, right? Da, 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 da. Okay. Uh, hey, welcome everybody. Week six of the coronavirus quarantine uh, stay-at-home party, I guess you'd call it, right? And we've gotten to the point where everybody's going crazy, starting to get crazy, right? There's protesting, people wanting haircuts, their fingernails done. Uh, you know, important things that need done. I don't know. My mom always, you know, did my nails. <laughs> Not like dead on them. She didn't file them or nothing. She just clipped them. Right? Clip your nails. Where are you going? What do you do? You need a haircut? Pull your hair back. Where are you going? You're not going anywhere. Get some clippers out and clip them yourself. That's what I've been doing for years. I've been cutting my own hair. Why it looks so dumb? I don't care. It's hair. Put a hat on anyway. But everybody's freaking out. And uh, now the governor of Ohio has said that May 1st will be, uh, they'll be they're going to start opening things back up. And, of course, everybody in Ohio is getting excited. Oh, we're going to be freed on May 1st. Let's like, slow down. Slow down, people. Here's 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 the thing, okay? Uh, it's not like you wake up on May 1st and everything's back to normal. People are running around the streets. There's stores open and everything like that. <clears throat> and some of these people don't understand that. And that's what they think is going to happen, and it's not. It's just going to be a slow 
excuse me, slow, you know, with caution and with a lot of uh, rules, that kind of open. You know what I mean? They start opening up some places, allowing only certain amount of people in places, uh, stuff like that. It's, it's going to be a while still, but they, they, they say May 1st, May 1st, everything's going to be open back up. I Even if it was something where they just opened everything back up, I'm still not going out. It's like, you know, you know what? Now everybody's outside. I'm going to be inside, you know? The past five weeks, everybody's been inside, and I've been outside because I've been like, hey, there's nobody out here, you know? I mean, there's people on, there's people driving around, there's people going places, but it's not like it usually is, you know? That's why DoorDash has been so great because, I mean, there's no cars. There's nobody anywhere. Parking lots are empty, you know? And it's like uh, you get all the parking spots. There's no traffic. You're not getting stuck in a bunch of, you know, traffic jams. It's 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 amazing in that aspect. I mean, it's not amazing as in like a pandemic because that's well, that's bad. But you know, it's just you know, streets clean, hit it. Uh, but yeah, so it's like uh, everybody else, you know, half the half the people want to get out, so they'll be like, okay, everybody can go out. And I, and it's just like everybody's gonna rush out. And like I said, personally, that's when I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm done. Oh, I will be in my house. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go quarantine now. You know what I mean? Because I just don't want to. I'm not. I don't want to have to deal with it. Right? It just doesn't make sense. But people got to get their hair cut. They got to get their nails done. And it's really driving them wild. Driving them crazy. So, it is David Lee Roof. That is David Lee Roof, all right. Yeah. Since over there. I am here. See? I told you it was David there. You're singing David Lee Roth. How are you doing? What do you want from him? I was just talking about how the governor said May 1st says they're going to start opening places back up. Sure. And the fact that half the people thought, that's great. You wake up May 1st, every, everything's open. It's ridiculous is what it is for people to think. Uh, everything's exactly. going to be open and everything's you're just going to wake up and you're going to be out and about doing your thing like you were. And you know what? Half the population, quarter of the population will do just that. I said half. I think they're all stupid. They'll go right out the door and they'll jump. But, it, but then nothing's going to be open because it's only going to be certain right. things. You know what I mean? It's not going to be everything. It's just certain. Right, but imagine. Like it's not going to be restaurants. Factory. It's not going to be restaurants. This is true. It's only going to be essential. Right. Awesome. Well. But, I mean, and that's the thing. They're going to start to open everything up by, by, by the middle of May. There's a lot of rules and regulations. Of right, course. that's the thing. Cheesecake can only have what? Maybe half the capacity to keep everything? If, I mean, you'd have to have more than one table between everybody. You know what I mean? Because that's all they had was like one, depending on the size of the table. So, cheesecake's going to have a third of the people in there than capacity, right? Right. And then so you're going to have... What do you think the... Uh, I mean, 
Remember this Chi Chi's five hour weights back in the day? Oh, yeah. Well, then that's the thing is, I, like I said, half these people don't want to go out. When May 1st hits, that's when I'm quarantining. That's when I'm like, you know what? You people want to go out? Go ahead. I'm staying home now. Like, I'm not going to go. If, che- if Cheesecake calls and they're like, hey, we put you on the schedule May 1st. Too bad. Oh, I'm releasing that. Like, there's, and there's going to be somebody who's like, who hasn't been working for weeks who's going to say, oh, a shift. Well, see, the thing is, as soon as somebody does that, you can't take two shifts a week just to say, well, at least I'm working. Because then you're not going to get your unemployment. You can't survive on two shifts a week. So right, but if they, think if they think if it's back to open and everything's back to normal, well, they're thinking they're going to work the whole week. Hey, let me, I hear and, the and, and there you go. And very well, some people might, but very few. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not, I ain't trying to go back out. The whole thing is going, May 1st is going to be a day when people with common sense are inside. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah, and that's, the, and that's the thing, is the other half of the people on May 1st are just going to be like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I'll take another week. You know, it's been eight weeks. It, by that point, it'll be like eight, nine weeks. They're going to be like, hey, you know what? What's one more week, really? Dad, they opened everything up. It's May 1st. You know what? Come here, sit down. Right, that's, that's what's going to happen in, in, like, half the household. Yeah, let me explain something to you. Because, you know, they had people on TV talking about it, and a guy's on TV with his daughter. She's, like, 12, 13. And he's saying... And I know that May 1st, everybody's all excited about it, he said, but she's not going outside on May 1st. She's not going into a building with other people. We're not going into a building with other people. This is scaring the hell out of me because it's going to start all over again, and then we're really screwed. Right. And that's what the guy, another guy was saying. Eventually here, very quickly, this thing just kicked, ramps back up, and they say, well, we can't shut down the economy because eventually you people will, none, none of you will have the coronavirus, but you'll all be eyeballing each other to see who can take what from who. You no. know what I'm saying? Because because there, there just won't be any, there's no business, right? So there'll be anarchy. So you have to go back. Uh, the problem is some people are going to say, I don't give a shit, right? And they're just simply not. But everybody else, The only thing that saves us is the vaccine. That's it. Yeah. It's it's like if they hadn't discovered a vaccine for polio, although that's not a good comparison because polio is much, much, much different. Right. But I'm just saying, a vaccine is the only thing. Well, if they come up with a vaccine, everything's good. If they don't, nothing will ever go back because you'll have half the population doing one thing and the other half doing the other thing. Don't you think? Yeah. Well, and that's, and, but that's like history. Look at the history of the United States. 1920 was the big, was the last big pandemic outbreak. Fucking China. Right. And then they, uh, I, don't, I don't mean, I don't mean right because it's China. I was just no, saying. I'm just saying, how could it's China? I have no idea because they're Chinese. Uh, Two pandemics in the last century, both of them China. The people back then. Everybody said, okay, everybody, it's cleared down. Everything's calmed down. People aren't coming in anymore. And they all rushed the streets and went out to the bars and to the movies and to what the happened? restaurants. And it started right back up and fucking wiped out half the fucking... fucking... And it didn't start back up a little bit. No, it fucking went crazy. It, it, it went absolutely insane is what it did right. because everybody was... 
oh, freedom. And that freedom made everybody mindless and careless. And because of that, it freaking because just destroyed. Because of that, one person infected 30 people and, and instead pro- of two. And, and, pro- and, and probably that's exactly what it was, too. Yeah. Because you know, that would be one person to 30 would be a lot. Yeah. But We're all going to the bar. But, but How many way, people can you fit in a bar? But the way that it happened back then, the second time around, it almost had to be one in 30 because yeah. it just was... It just crushed it. Well, I mean, it, 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 it just came back worse. It absolutely annihilated them the second time. It came back worse than it did the first time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And if the strain mutates, you know, like it has... The strain is already... It has three mutations to it, right? They have the A, the B, and the C strain. I was telling you this the other day, right? That where they say it originated in Wuhan is not where it originated. No. Well, no, because everybody in Wuhan has the B strain. So where's the A strain? Because the A strain popped up in Korea. Well, Korea is not the epicenter of it. So they're following it back to where it came from Korea. Well, it did come from China because they're following it back and they're already into China and they're trying to figure out where they're going, you know, into China and they'll get there eventually. But here's the thing. Why, when everybody in the world said Wuhan is the epicenter, why, if China knew it was another city in China, well, whatever, they're blaming the Chinese city, a Chinese city anyway, so why wouldn't you, as China, say, no, 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 it's not Wuhan, it's here. This is where it was, right? Because what's the difference? But instead, China said, you guys all think it's Wuhan? Okay. You just, well, sat, you just sat back and let us blame the wrong city? It's not a natural reaction. The natural reaction is to say, no, it wasn't Wuhan. It started in China, but it started here, not Wuhan freaking smart ass, and so here's where it's done. But they're not saying that. Instead, they're making us go find it. So what is it in the place that it was created? What is it about where it was made that they don't want us looking? Mm. And why? Uh-uh. Well, is it? no, it's not like a conspiracy. It's just a natural freaking progression of that they're, they didn't act in a normal way. It's wild. Look at his eyes. There's a reason they didn't act in a normal way. They, just, they don't want, they want us to look, they want us to think Wuhan was where it started. Why? What's the difference? Why not give us the well, actual and, place? And according to everybody, they've been lying about their numbers and lying about the cases and how many they've had. And Yes, but I think it's, I think it's the other way. I think there's a really good chance that China they're being so secretive, right? They're not letting anybody have eyes on anything. I think most of their freaking population is walking around with a fucking vaccine. I think there are certain segments of their population. they got 2 billion people. Do you think they care to give up 300,000 to make it look good? Do you, think that, do you think that bothers them at all, right? And it's not going to spread beyond that because vaccine is in the water. Some, it's not a whole conspiracy where every Chinese person got a shot and they're all being quiet. Somebody would say, somebody, there's too many people, right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is... But then the Illuminati would kill that person. What? Then the Illuminati would kill that person. Who tried to... What I'm saying is, they could already have a, bio, uh, a vaccine for it, right. right? The whole thing could have been 
to go ahead. They don't want us to see what they were doing because we're going to say, hey, you were getting ready to spread this to all the different countries. And then you were going to let us suffer. And then you were going to come back and in a year, after a year of suffering and say, we're the saviors. Guess what? We have a vaccine. Now, what are you going to do for me? Right? And what wouldn't we do for them? Right. If they have the vaccine and the whole world has the disease. Oh, but the people in China, they're pretty healthy. Right. Except for those 300,000 that died to go ahead and camouflage it in the beginning. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. Why don't Why aren't they telling us which city it was? They're taking the blame for it. So why not point us to the actual epicenter? I don't know. Right. They're not helping us solve the problem because that would help us get further along if we were at the epicenter of it instead of trying to find it, which we're going to find eventually anyway. But that's what I'm thinking is the time it takes us, all they're doing is spying time. What's the point if you're going to get caught anyway? Because you need time to manipulate things. Hide the evidence. You need time to manipulate things, whatever that, whatever that comes to. So I'm just saying that isn't it strange that it did not come from Wuhan, that they had the second strain of the virus. They didn't have the original strain. People in, North, in South Korea had the original strain. And it came into South Korea through China. So there's another city in China where freaking thing got out. The people in Wuhan were not the, were not amongst the first to get it. They weren't. So what does that tell you about the World Health Organization? If the people in Wuhan were the first identified and everybody's yelling at the World Health Organization because they, they kept it a secret, well, then what happened before, right? Because they were keeping it a secret and it had mutated already. We were assuming they were keeping the original virus uh, a secret in Wuhan, but they weren't. They were keeping the mutation secret. So where was the original virus and how bad did it spread, right, before we got the second hiding, the second thing they were hiding, not the original. So they, the World Health Organization was actually hiding more than we think they were hiding. We think they were hiding fucking enough to make it criminal. You know what I'm saying? So th- this is getting to be a little bit crazy right now because why in the fuck is the World Health Organization protecting China so badly, right, to the mm-hmm. point of being dishonest and shady? Because they're trying to – I'm, I'm telling you why. Because they're trying to prevent every single country in the world turning its wrath on China. That's, that's exactly what they're trying to prevent. I'm telling you. There, there's, there's more behind this. They're trying to prevent a, a literal world war because literally every country in the world in the world would be pissed off at China, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, half the people are pissed off at China as it is. But I'm just saying, if they if they found out that China was trying to deliver this and then manipulate the world through this, right? Don't you think that every single country would want to bear arms against China? Mm-hmm. But then you'd be afraid to blow that place up because who knows what chemicals are going to come out of it. And then you end up affecting the world no with other stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. No, I know what you mean. You just bomb their shit. You just blew the air. I mean, because right now Japan is freaking, Japan is going crazy right now. Like, Japan's prime minister is saying things that are, that is very close to wartime rhetoric. Mm. That's, that's, what he, that's what he's doing. 
He's mm-hmm. saying things that are very is very close to wartime rhetoric, because that's how upset the Japanese are, because they've been hit so 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 hard. I'm gonna kick you in the back of the head. I don't know if they said that. So, anyway, so if you understood half of that stuff while he was eating his M and M's. No, I was very clear. Mm, some of it was a little. People could tell you're eating. <laughs> but whatever. Either way, May first. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how to set. I don't know how to segue back. I can't. I got to segue back. Yeah. It's time to stay inside. I'm not going back out. I did all my out now. While people were in, people want to come out. I'm going back in. After that, you know, I'm not dealing with it. People want to be stupid and shit. There's no point in it. It's, it's, I'd safe, better safe than sorry. Would you rather wait two more weeks to be more assured that it's safe, or would you rather just go out, have it reignite, be twice as, three times as bad, and now you're in for months more? You know? right. Even if you don't catch it, you're adding to the problem. People who are thinking like you are about to go ahead and make sure that whether you get it or not, you're screwed. Right? Right. Okay. Screwed. So there you go. So that's that's what's going on in this week in the coronavirus. So we're still inside. We're still waiting and we still have to see what happens. I guess Ohio's done really well. The numbers are starting to flatten out. Like everything's starting to slow down. So that's a good thing. Uh, people are starting to get crazy. People are starting to get stir crazy. So it'll happen. It is what happens. Hey, at least we got the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. How about that? This week we got the NFL draft starting Thursday night. Uh, it's going to be done remotely through Zoom conference type of thing. And uh, I I anticipate, well, it's probably going to be one of the most watched drafts in the history of the NFL draft because there hasn't been anything on TV sports-wise the past five weeks, right, except for classic stuff. They're replaying, you know, classic games. I turned on the Game 7 of the Cavs-Warriors when we won. Even watching that, knowing that we won, I was still like, what the, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, still watching it like, I can't believe he made that shot. How did that guy make that shot? It was still, it was still like nerve wracking. Because I'm like, well, fuck it, we're Cleveland. Knowing my luck, I watched this again, we're going to lose. And then we don't have the championship. But uh, so so the NFL draft is, is Thursday, starting Thursday. It's all this weekend. And uh, it's going to be done remotely. They did a um, a mock type of situation where they got all representatives, they got representatives from each team to go online and, and set everything, you know, get everything going like they want to have for Thursday night and they went through their process. Uh, of course, they didn't release a statement about it or anything like that, but from what was being rumored, there were some glitches. There were some, you know, computer type problems. And, uh, yeah, these guys are whining about it. And it, and it should, it, I mean, it, it'll be the most watched thing. It, it should be interesting, I think, because you're going to get, you, you know, at one point you're going to get somebody who's talking and then all the 
and their face is just going to be frozen on the screen. And you're going to be like, I think he's done. T- no, I think he's froze. I think he froze. The 10th overall pick, the Cleveland Browns select. Right. Right. The first pick in the NFL draft, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals. Pick. And then the and, test. And, and it goes, it'll, it'll, it'll go. No, it'll go. It'll just kind of glitch. There it goes. Like Max, Max Hedrum. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then it'll, it'll freak out, and it'll say, so congratulations to the Cincinnati Bengals. And now. <laughs> oh, no, it, it, it just, it'll do like that. <laughs> And then when it comes back and they're like, with the fifth pick in the NFL draft, you're like, wait, 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 what happened? One, two, four. Where's one, two, four? You missed the whole first four picks. Makes it anticlimactic, I think. <laughs> I don't care either way. I just don't care. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Because the Browns have got the 10th pick and everybody's, oh, there's four offensive linemen. And if they get one of those four, then they should and then everybody's like, well, Denver's going to try and trade, and they want to get that 10th pick because they want to, you know, and it's just like, I don't care. I just, it's hard to me when it's football season and when you're winning games. Then then we'll see what's happening. And, of course, all the rumors with the uh, Odell Beckham, we did that last week, right? I, did, I talked about that one last week where they were saying, the Minnesota Vikings are going to trade a second and a fifth to the Browns for Odell Beckham. First of all, it's not value. No. It's not value. And second of all... First of all, it's false, so... Yeah, but there's nobody who's going to pick up Odell's 14.8 the Vikings guarantee. And the Vikings don't have the contract. They don't have the uh, cap space. No, I mean, you've got, to so be, they couldn't. you've got to be committed. They'd have to get rid of 14.8 you know, that's a ridiculous. Now next year, and you just got rid of Stefan Diggs, who was yeah. a problem. So why would you want to replace him with next, an even bigger one? Well, next year, did I tell you next year Landry will be owed the same thing, fourteen point seven million. Mm-hmm. Next year, um, so uh, some of these contracts are going to have to go. You can't be paying three guys forty forty. Seven and a half million and dollars. Got, well, that's the thing is, then you got to re up Chubb. Then you got what are you going to do with Baker Mayfield? Well, that, that's what I'm saying. So you can't be paying three guys, you know, forty-seven million dollars of your salary cap. It just doesn't make sense, especially those three guys. Those three guys. I mean, Vernon. You're going to need a bigger boat. A bigger, you need a bigger paycheck. You, you, you know, you know what I found about Landry. Oh, he had less catches than he's ever had in his career in his two seasons in Cleveland. Uh-huh. But he had the second most touchdowns that he's ever had in his career here in Cleveland. There you go. And he has had the most yardage in a season career here in Cleveland. Did you oh, know that? Oh, good for you! I didn't do it. Jarvis Landry did. <laughs> right, that's for him. That's for Jarvis Landry. There you go. Good for you, Jarvis. Okay, well, anyway, isn't that interesting that Jarvis Landry actually has, you know, his his greatest yards total in his career has been here well, for one year, and his second most touchdowns. 
Yeah, because he was the number one guy the one year, and you know. What he wasn't in Miami. <laughs> what? I thought he was the slot guy for the yeah. second. That's what he plays for us. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, he's going to get paid too. But yeah, but this year with Beckham, his uh, catches and yards went up. His touchdowns didn't. But yeah, not in many people's. Uh, touchdowns went up this year. So, you know, that's about it. But, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't care what they do or what they, the the idea is to just uh, uh, get the players you need to win games. Did you hear about the big trade? The big trade today. Did you hear about the big trade today? Oh, he's drafting. Hold on, everybody. He's got to select a player for his team. Oh my God! Third, the the third, the third. Did you hear the big trade today? There was a big trade today. Yeah. Oh. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They traded with New England Patriots. Tampa Bay traded with New England? Yeah. That's odd. Um, did New England, did Bill Belichick think he still had Tom Brady? No. Tampa Bay's like, uh, no, I don't think we're doing that. <laughs> Tampa Bay gave New England a fourth-round pick for the rights to Rob Gronkowski, who said that he's coming back to play next year. So the Patriots get a fourth-round pick for Gronkowski, who retired last year. <laughs> yeah? Is that a genius move on Tampa Bay's part, or is that on New England's part? I mean, I know it's a fourth-round pick, but Bill Belichick, he can take that and turn that into something very easily, I think. I mean, you got a free pick. But, but then and it's like, do you want Gronkowski? He's like 30 years old, right? He's had some, he's had some injuries, but he's solid. He's a solid player. Do you want him in Tampa Bay? It's not necessarily he was because he said he wasn't going to come out of retirement unless he was playing with Tom Brady. So it's not like he was going to come out of retirement and go to New England if Brady was playing for Tampa Bay. Right. Okay. So, uh, but I, really, uh, I don't know if I want Gronk. Right? He's had a year off, probably been partying a lot because you know he likes to party. Uh, Won the 24-7 championship at WrestleMania. True story. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I think the Patriots got the better deal on that. Because if he wasn't he wasn't going to play for him next year and he already retired, and you got a fourth round pick, hey, you got something out of it. Now you can turn that into something. Tampa Bay. Well, they already had O.J. Howard. Right? Who was the other guy? Brate? Something like that. The other tight end. Yeah, but O.J. Howard is... He's, like, the number one. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, he'll be better with Brady. Well, of course he'll be better with Brady. And that's... And it's like... I guess we'll have to wait and see if Gronk has it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see. That's, that's you know... What's going on? Uh, baseball started back up in China, I believe. They started their baseball league back up. But they were doing, I think I talked about this last week, where they were doing the robots, right? 
and people were paying. They had robots in the seats, yep. and people would pay to have their faces put on the robots, right, in the crowd. We were making a joke about the robots doing the wave. Right, all slow, robotic. And then one gets stuck in the corner on its side. No. Uh, well, they had their first... Uh, for people who think, well, you can't play sports without a crowd. Because without the crowd, there's no emotion. There's no excitement. There's no anything, right? Uh, well, they had a bench-clearing brawl in one of the games over there uh, with nobody in the crowd. Like, So it's like, okay, well, even without people... These guys are still going to run out in the I mean, field and beat each other the, up. The people who are saying that don't play sports. Brad, right. did you did you and I not play in an outdoor men's league? Who's there to see us? Nobody. Do we play really, really hard? Some dudes, kids. Just did like did people, people get into fights all the time? Yes, especially with the Romanians. Those guys... Remember, remember some of those guys? There was red, yellow, white, and blue, right? That was the four colors. I think it was the blue team. Well, whichever color, whichever color that uh, Croatian, Croatian team. Yeah, the Croatians. I think they were the blue. I think they were right. the blue. And then white was Romania, maybe. Because we were the yellow team. <laughs> right? The American, American soccer players are yellow. And the red was like... Whatever they can. Yeah. But yeah, we would just play. We were just out there. We were playing in that indoor league, and that one dude fucking busted his knee. Remember, he popped mm-hmm. his ACL or whatever. And it's like, oof, that sucks, bro. Like, now you got to pay for that. <laughs> you know, like, oof, that's not a worker's count. That's not. I remember, Michael Haynes wanted to go and play soccer, and we, I took him to that place in Elyria, and he was out on the floor for like eight minutes, and somebody fucking right in his face, right in his face, man. His nose just boom opened up. Boom. I was like, "Whoa, that's a lot of blood." Boom. Michael's a bleeder. <laughs> Not as funny as watching me and Packard run into each other. How about that? That was funny. Okay. We didn't stop. We were running full speed. Neither of us gave up. We ran right into each other. It was a good time. Uh. So. For those, who, yeah. So it's like even the, the baseball players were like, they didn't, they didn't need a crowd. Dude pitched too close, or maybe he got hit or whatever, and they were like, screw this, we're fighting. Right. So they That's fought. Exactly what they right. Now the PGA says they're going to have a live event here in the upcoming weeks. And if you think about sports, okay, golf. That's a socially distancing sport. You don't have people up on each other. You don't need, you know, you don't need to block anybody. You don't need to guard anybody. And you can keep away from each other. So keeping the crowd away from the golf, which, well, that's perfect because they want quiet, right? I mean, what is this, Happy Gilmore? I mean, golfers are going to be like stacked. Right. Golfers are going to be like. They're going to be like, it's going to be a nice, quiet day on the course so I could just play golf. I ain't got people fucking looking at me, talking to me. Guess what? I'm just gonna play. That's all I'm gonna. You're gonna I'm see. Just, I'm just gonna play. You're gonna see the guys who can play. Okay. Yep. Oh, oh, absolutely. You'll see the guys who can play. Why well, just pour out five, eat those, and then pour out another five, and then eat those and pour out another five? Because every thirty seconds, all we hear is. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Nah. You're going to wake your wife up doing that. And that's going to be your problem, not mine. You can eat them if you want. Just pour them all out. How about that? I don't want to eat them anymore. Yeah. Only, I, only, I don't like them. Only took 30 minutes. So golf, a quiet sport. <laughs> There's another sport you can do is bowling. You can have people start bowling. They could, this could be the rise of the PBA. Remember the, remember the PBA in the 70s? You couldn't do a Saturday wide world of sports or whatever without professional bowlers. Right? Remember that? Did you see a lot of professional bowlers Absolutely. on TV? Absolutely. That was like the thing, man. People were into bowling. Munson and Munson. There's uh, Big Earn McCracken. Big Earn McCracken, man. Right? Uh, he was the man. Then there's uh, Jesus. He's he's a bowler. You don't fuck with the Jesus. You don't fuck with the Jesus. He's got his movie. He's got a movie coming out for his Jesus character. Does he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Allegedly, I don't know if it was a fake promo or not. I don't know. I, I saw a, a trailer thing for it. But hey, that would be that would coincide with the 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 reemergence of the Professional Bowlers Association. That would work. I don't see why that wouldn't work. But yeah, Mike Clevenger came out, Mike uh, Clevenger, pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. And they asked him, they said, hey, if you guys played like an 81-game season, uh, how would you feel about that? And he goes, you know, what if this is the year we won the World Series? Then it wouldn't mean anything because everybody would be like, oh, it was an 81-game season. It wasn't a full season. You guys didn't win a full season. And so he's like, so I wouldn't want to win the World Series. And I'm sitting here like, who gives a fuck? If the league is like, you guys are playing five games, we're taking the top eight teams. You know what I'd say? I'd say, my ring size is... Right. They don't give you half a ring. You know? Mm-hmm. You guys only played half the season, so here's half a diamond. <laughs> How'd you cut a diamond in half? That's crazy. But and it's just like, dude, are you serious? Like, You know what? Who cares? Does anybody say anything about? I know it's okay. I know what ninety four. They played only like one hundred and forty games. I don't know something like that in ninety four. Nobody. Mole remembers if he's awake, but uh, I think it was ninety four because that's when the Indians were really good. <laughs> you know, they went like a hundred and they won like a hundred games. You know what? No, I'm going to look up. Now I'm going to look up uh, something. Uh, let's see what comes up. The strike began in No. 94-95 Major League Baseball strike. Right? That's the one. What? It's not that bad. Relax. The strike began on August 12, 1994, while I was in Oklahoma. It resulted in the remainder of that season being canceled, including the postseason for the first time since 1904, the World Series. The strike was suspended on April 2, 1995. So it was 95 when the Indians came in and won like a billion games. 
I wonder. Because 95 was that amazing season. With, uh... Well, no, they went to the World Series in 95. Duh. Jeez. That's right. Huh? Look at the Ravens draft picks. Look at the Ravens draft picks. I don't even know what I'm looking for. Like position-wise? Look, look, look at round one. See it? Okay. Am I looking at position-wise? or just no, number? Oh, the look, numbers. Looking, looking, look, look at the number. Are you look kidding me? the number of drafts. That's... The Ravens have 19 draft picks. Right on. 19. I saw a lot there. That's a, lot. That's a lot of picks. That's unheard of. I don't even know if it's legal. Maybe illegal. Nineteen draft picks. Remember that? Remember the other year the Browns had thirteen. Everybody was like, "Wow, what? Right? Thirteen? Yeah. Think about nineteen. I I don't remember. What was I saying? The Browns. The Browns. They're amazing. I'm talking about the Browns. The Indians. Talking about the Indians, you jerk ball. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's. I think that's all that's going on in the sports world. There's nothing going on in uh, any of the entertainment worlds, right? There's nothing TV show wise or uh, movie wise. All movies have stopped. TV shows have stopped. All concert tours have stopped. The White Sox were a game up on the Tribe when the 94 season stopped. There you go. See, I told you Mole would tell you. Mole. Yeah, because it was 95 where we had the big year. All the way to the World Series. 95 was a group. I mean, fuck, they went all the time. All the time. Even when you didn't think they were going to, they did. That is the weirdest thing you have ever said. It's not. It's not. It's true, I'm telling you. Uh, I want, I started watching a new documentary this past week. Uh, on Netflix. For those of you who can... Lions, tigers, and bears? It has nothing to do with tigers or kings. None of those things. Uh, what it, it it's uh, it's it's called Bill Moore, Bill Murray stories, something okay. like that. Stories of a mythical man or something like that, and it's basically all the stories. It's it's well not all the stories, but it's a bunch of stories about Bill Murray. As everybody knows, Bill Murray's a great actor and all that stuff. Very funny. Uh, some of the classic movies, but he's also been known to just show up at places out of nowhere, right? A couple are getting their wedding, their engagement photos taken. All of a sudden, Bill Murray walks up, and now he's in the photos with them, right? The frat party going on. Kid goes into the kitchen to get a glass. Bill Murray standing at the sink doing the dishes. Everybody's just like, what? And they got pictures of them sitting in there doing dishes and stuff, right? Uh, and it's these kinds of stories. This guy says he walked into the 
he was in a restaurant. He walked into a bathroom. He walked up to the urinal. He was using the urinal. Somebody came up behind him, put their hands over his eyes, and whispered in his ears, nobody's going to ever believe you. And when the dude turned around, it was Bill Murray, and Bill Murray took off. He was like, not run or not, you know what I mean? He just, he just left. He's like, nobody will ever believe you, and just left. So, like, this dude did a documentary asking, talking to all these people with all these stories about the things that Bill Murray's doing, and there's an underlying theme about, you know, what kind of man is Bill Murray? You know, he doesn't have he doesn't have an agent, he doesn't have a manager, and for the, the longest time there was just an 800 number. If you wanted to get a hold of Bill Murray, you would call this 800 number, and you would leave a message. He would listen to all the messages and pick out the ones that he would want to that he would be interested in. Huh. And he'd either call you back. And this guy goes into all kinds of stories about how, like, directors would get him for films. They would call. He would call up and he'd say, okay, when are you filming? They'd be like, we need you July 3rd or whatever. We need you whatever, just whatever date, June 3rd. And uh, he would be like, all right, I'll see you on June 3rd. And they would not hear from him. There would be no pre-calls. There would be no post-calls. There would be nothing. And And the thing is, on June 3rd, they would sit there and they would be like, okay, just waiting on Bill Murray. All we needed, and he would just show up. You know, like boom, here I am. Film his stuff and get out. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting story. It's, it's it's interesting to hear things, hear the things they talk about. They show him at a party playing a tambourine with a band. When the cops show up, all kinds of fun stuff. So, I was turned on to this. I've been listening to the Chris Jericho uh, podcast. Talk is Jericho. And he has a lot of actors and stuff like that on. Chris Jericho? Yeah. He, I, he had like Dave Bautista on. Uh, I'm listening to a lot of old episodes because there's nothing, not much new stuff coming out. Uh, but he's had like, you know, wrestlers and stuff like that. But he's also had actors on and uh, musicians and stuff like that. So, uh I heard I heard about it through that, and then of course I just went on to Netflix and well, let me see. You know? I guess what you're saying is you're really enjoying. It. I I mean I'm half about halfway through it, and it's 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 cool to watch because you just listen to all these stories, and people are just like, and I turn around and it's like, holy shit, you're Bill Murray, and he's like, hey, how's it going? There's some dude with a some dude's riding his motorcycle, and he's got a GoPro on his helmet. And he sees a, a bike broken down on the side of the road, and he comes pulling up to see if the guy needs help. And the guy comes walking up. Is everything all right? Oh, yeah, I think I just ran out of gas. Da, da, da. I'm Bill, by the way. Just walking up. You know, like he's the one. Bill Murray's the one that's stranded. And this guy's just like, whoa, I just pulled up on Bill Murray. You know, like, this is crazy. Like, where did he come from? And, and he would disappear, and he, like Everywhere. he would show up somewhere. He'd be like, "Hey, here I am," and then he would just disappear. And you know, people would just be like, "Whoa, what happened? Wasn't he here? I thought he was here. I heard he was here." No proof. No proof. I don't remember the real name. I think it's Bill Murray. I think it's what's called Bill Murray stories. It's done by the same guy who did this one called uh, this one documentary about Santa Claus. So. Not childlike at all, but I've been checking that out. Right there, you go. Netflix, look that up. No lions. There's no tigers. There's no kings. It's just a story about. Well, I guess Bill Murray. He's a king. So, 
But yeah, what have you been watching, Holly? Nothing? Judge Judy? Judge Judy's the best. Uh, you know, I just, uh, I could have been watching, uh, yeah, movies. Uh, That's not about me. There's, yeah. only, there's, only, there's 10 other people out there listening. Adam's got a new courier service. If you guys need anything delivered, you can call him up. He'll deliver it for you in his car. He might. It can only fit in. You can only fit. It can only be as big as his front seat. Because you can only fit stuff in his front seat. Add about a couple inches of probably trash. But other than that. So smaller than a bread box. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think I have anything else to talk about. What else has happened this week? Anything? There's no movies, there's no TV, there's no new music, there's no, well, there's all kinds of music. Oh, yesterday was, yesterday was 420. Yeah. Right? That was a big deal for some people, wasn't it? For some people. It's the New Year's Eve of dog walking. It's like why bother? It's like I'm. It's like May first. I stayed in. I was just like, yeah, no, I'm good. I don't need to be like these other jerks. <laughs> like I am not like you people. I'm better than that. Oh, good for you. Huh? That was goodly timed. Was that goodly timed? Uh, but yeah, so I, got, I, I don't, I don't really have anything else. Do you have anything else? No. What? He's got nothing else. He's too busy looking at every other team's drafting thing. And the man, see, look at that's what I put on the last line of the description of the show tonight. It's some other stuff and mumbling, but most likely me talking nonsense while Clint plays video games. And right there says it. I believe. I said it. I said it right yeah, there. I believe it. I've got. I've got it right there. There are. There's other things. I am not a liar. It's right there. Uh, there's always other things that I'll come up with. So, but whatever. Why bother going an hour when I have nothing to talk about? I mean, right? I can sit here and stumble and stammer, I'm giving anybody a t- chance to send in a suggestion. I want to hear a story. Today's the the anniversary for the death of Prince. Yeah, they're doing a four years ago. So they did a charity thing, or they did like a a, a concert thing tonight on TV. Yeah. <clears throat> Sheila E was Sheila E was there. Morris Day in the time. Was Sheila? The Revolution. I didn't see it. I didn't watch it. It's like Sheila E. only older. Right? That was... Yeah. Yeah. It's like Sheila E. Only older. Yeah. Only older and more responsible. Not like she used to be, if you know what I mean. Um, But they had that. It was also... Not a lot of people would know this. Today's uh, Jim Kanye's birthday. He passed away a couple years ago. Buddy of everybody. Friend of everyone. Mayor of Parma. Uh, not the real mayor of Parma, so don't look that up and think like, oh, Jim Kanye, the mayor of Parma, he's just, he is an our, our mayor of Parma. <sighs> so, yeah. 
strange. That was his birthday today, but uh, so there you go. I don't. I really don't know of anything else that I want to say to you people, other than stay indoors, keep yourself clean. Uh, you know what I did? I got. I I went over to Shannon's tonight, and before I went over there, I went. I ordered food and went and picked up food for us. You know. And I have that DoorDash bag, the insulated DoorDash bag. So when I pick up the food, I put it in there. Might as well use it, right? I got you, it. You might as well, young man. Zip the bag up. I got to her place. I come walking. I get I get out of the car, and I'm walking up to the to her place. In the condos. She lives in a condo. And I got the door. I'm carrying the DoorDash bag, and I've got the cup, the soda in my hand with a straw in it, drinking it. And I'm walking through the parking lot, and this lady's walking her dog, staring me down, like, looking at the bag and looking at me, looking at the drink. And I'm like, oh, this bitch thinks I'm delivering food to somebody's house and drinking their drink. Uh, at least that's what I thought. But I wasn't. It was my drink. So what did I do? I didn't even knock on the door. I just walked right in. <laughs> I walked right in. I was like, I'm sorry. I walked right in. And I explained it to her. And she goes, Shannon's like, who gives a fuck what that lady thinks? And I was like, well, it doesn't matter. It's like, I don't want to give DoorDash a bad name because then people will stop using it. You know, she's going she's gonna to go to all her friends and be like, I saw the DoorDash driver drinking a drink, taking the food to somebody's house. Motherfucker was drinking. Drinking the drink. He drank the drink. He drank the drink. He stank the stank. I've never done that. Never drink it. These drink is gross. So disgusting. But all right. So there you go. Uh, good luck with your week six coronavirus. Uh, hopefully, we'll all see each other again next week, right? Yeah. Woo. Uh, good luck with the NFL draft. NFL. Uh, you got anything else over there? People wash their hands, wash your hands, clean your butts, and uh, don't touch anybody. Be generous touching yourself. But be generous touching yourself because you know what? If you don't do it, who else will? Right? I mean, let's be honest. Hey, prostitutes are not essential workers. They are. What? What are you even saying? I'm saying the prostitutes are not essential workers. You know what? Considered you know what? by you the know, law. I, I know you've been cooped up like everybody else. There's no reason for you to get all freaking nasty. As far as the legal, the government is considered. You know? You think the government is specialist? Right. I think they would be into it. Huh? But all right. So there you go. I stretched this out for almost an hour. Dave just hung up. So if Dave's not out here, what's the point of me talking? Uh, we gotta go. We have to. We have to watch Oak Island. I think there's an episode of Oak Island. O M G. No O A K. No O A K, I S L A N D. Not O M G. I don't know what that was. Right. Okay. All right. So hey, everybody, uh, for listening, all ten of you. Until next week.
Because you like me. Take off. You ever get tired of being wrong? I do. I really do. I'm going to scissor kick you in the back of the head. Get out. Everybody out. Go play in the parking lot. Goo, look, 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 look,